What do you want me to do? Come here. I can't hear you. Want me to teach you how to spell Oreo? Okay. It's O. I'm going to do it on bigger letters. Because I like that. Okay. Got a big old R. Okay, let me get the big R. What is the R? Oh, there's the R. Oh, what? C. Okay, let me find the E. Change it to Karen. Okay, you good? Yeah. Okay, I love you. Bye. All right. The pandemic changed things for me, it altered my view of everything. Mainly, it altered my view of what a job is or was. Before the pandemic, I started working for a large publicly traded company that sold durable medical equipment and at the start of the pandemic was the number one treatment for COVID-19, oxygen. When the pandemic first began, everything was fine. They sent us home to work because a call center is a petri dish of germs. And when you have a virus that was spreading as easily as COVID-19, they made the smart move and sent us home so we could still operate. The mantra at the time was, we want to take care of our people. Sales slumped, but they adjusted the goals down because they knew the slump wasn't the salespeople's fault. People were scared to spend money. So many people were losing their jobs. Um, and we sold directly to patients, not hospitals. So it, anything like that was discretionary spending. And it was gone. At the As the pandemic wore on, things started to get weird at work. Sales were down, then they were up. The comp plans were changing in ways that didn't make sense. The prices were going up for customers, but commissions were going down for sales reps. By the beginning of 2021, I was actively looking for something else. Judging by everything that was happening on the internet, you would think it, that would have been super easy. But every time I got a call back and we talked about salaries and we talked about comp plans, they never called me back. Patients of mine were passing away quickly due to the virus. I was having people call in from India for oxygen equipment because they couldn't satisfy the need in India and not being able to help them while they were desperately pleading with you to help. I fell really deep into a depression and I stayed there for the whole summer of 2021 and beyond. Things that once brought me joy didn't. Things that I loved doing were things I didn't want to do now. I would work, I would sit, I would look for new jobs, and I'd see on social media people who I highly respected now deduced to hurling insults about whatever. This just compounded everything. Despite the words coming from the managers about the health of the company, it wasn't jiving with the reality on the ground for those of us on the, quote, front lines. This is when I had my biggest realization while on a conference call. They were changing the comp plan again 
And I heard a manager say that the sales reps were getting paid too much in not so many words. Just three months later, without any significant numbers growth as far as number of units sold, the company announced a record quarter in dollars. In the sales department, we felt like the bottom line was padded with our commissions. And it didn't matter if it was true. It's just how we felt. But something didn't feel right. I was working harder than ever. I'd been consistent in my numbers, but the amounts in my paycheck was going down. It's just a tweak of the comp plan. And all of a sudden, I was making significantly less along with all my counterparts. And the company was posting record numbers. Up to this point, I was always the typical company man. I would drink the Kool-Aid and I would twist myself into the company narrative. I wouldn't do that anymore for this company. In the past, I would think, hmm, if my job left me suddenly, what would I have at the end of the day? In the past and at that moment, the answer was nothing. I'd always tied my identity to what my job was. Despite being a father, despite being a husband, I tied my entire identity into my job. And that realization depressed me even further. And now I felt lost. I've had one hell of a 20-year career, and I was a top producer in every company I was with. Now I felt stuck in a dead-end corporate job doing doing work that was incredibly important to the people I was helping. But for a company that took us for granted. The paychecks were dwindling, high achievers were leaving the company, and it wasn't just like the people at the bottom. Even the founders of the company had left. In early November 2021, I lost my job just in time for the most stressful part of the year, the holidays. It wasn't my plan or desire to leave the company, but they made the decision for me, which is just a really nuanced way to say that I was fired. And it was the best favor they could have done for me. My counselor I was seeing as part of an employee wellness program asked if I thought it was like self-sabotage. I couldn't be sure, but it had that flavoring and spice to it. After I was fired, I was ashamed and devastated for about 38 minutes. I called a mentor of mine from about 20 years ago, and I told him what had happened. And his response was, congratulations. Hmm. So in all my past lives, morning show intern in radio, I was a promotions intern, I was a production intern, I worked in radio production, uh, a sales professional and manager in banking, communications, and in auto dealerships, I worked in healthcare, I was a finance manager in the auto business, I was a sales trainer, I hired and trained new employees. I worked with top producing talent and turned them into leaders. And in my free time, I would freelance having photographed everything from families to firefighters to the vice president of the United States. That's when I realized who I was and who I am and what I'm capable of and who I have supporting me. And that's you. Now, with all this time on my hands, I used it to seize an opportunity and to start focusing on what I wanted. I resolved to build what speaks to me and support my family, and I knew my purpose would drive my performance. What I really want is the ability to build, maintain, and strengthen relationships that I've built over a course of my career, both personally and professionally. I want to scratch the creative itch that's always been there, but I haven't made time for it. 
I want to reshape what preparedness looks like because if COVID showed us anything, is that people who have been stockpiling MREs and ammo in their isolated bunker in the middle of nowhere, when they're given the opportunity to test their preparedness plan in a real world situation, an actual crisis, they won't and they didn't. People complained about everything. I mean, everything from mask mandates to why there's no toilet paper to you name it, someone's complaining about it. It's evident that as a whole, not a lot of us took preparedness seriously, or what a lot of us think as prepping isn't prepping at all. So that's the backstory. Let's talk about what comes next for me and us. This new project combines my new full-time gig with this podcast, the Survive Every Day podcast. Preparedness and survival, but it's not in the way you might think. Again, the pandemic has reshaped what I thought preparedness was and what survival means. So I think there's a lot to learn and a lot to explore. But step one, what's the new gig, right? So I started a new career in the insurance industry. I know, I know, it's boring. But preparedness and insurance walk hand in hand. You need insurance. It's the law. And a lot of preparing for an unexpected event is making sure you are protected from financial ruin. I felt like if I'm going to talk about preparedness, insurance would be something I needed to talk about. And then that leads to if I'm going to talk about insurance, I should be licensed. And in, and if I'm licensed, I could also sell it. And if that's something that you need help with and stuff, I'm now a person you can ask those types of questions to and I can directly help you. I joined the Ryan St. Marie Insurance Agency in January of 2022, and they're located in Leary, Ohio. What's cool about them is that they're an independent agency, and it's family-owned, which was a huge thing for me, because I didn't want to throw off the shackles of a large corporation just to bind myself again to another. And with this being a small, independent agency, I get to use as much creativity as I want. The agency leadership are people I highly respect. Their commitment to each and every member of the team is something I really needed in my life, and it's refreshing to have a company so willing to support their team members. So they're training me, and they funded all the costs for me to get licensed. So I have a property, casualty, accident, and health, and life insurance license. Their business model is something I'm excited to plug my talents into and grow. In the meetings with them, I talked about building this podcast. And regardless if they hired me, this podcast was going to get off the ground no matter what. But they wanted in, and they were excited about the possibilities of this podcast. So I got a new job, and I also got a sponsor for the podcast. So finally, let's talk about this podcast. It's going to be a once-weekly podcast with a defined subject and with a subject matter expert. It's not all going to be about preparing for whatever you need to prepare for, but it'll be bringing you people that have stories of survival. I want to learn what they did to prepare for the story, if anything, and what we can learn from it and apply to our own lives. So we're going to talk about a lot of things. Emergency preparedness comes to mind, fire safety, mental health, physical well-being. And with the explosion in interest in the stock market and crypto markets, I think it might be smart to talk about some finances and some cybersecurity. We're going to dive into books and garner some lessons of what some of those books can teach us. I would guess it's like the anticipated format of like an NPR, TED Radio Hour, Jocko, and maybe a healthy dose of my own things. I, I mean, there would be so much to explore, and because I'm genuinely curious, I want to talk to a lot of different people from as many walks of life as I can. Preparedness isn't just MREs and ammunition in a remote bunker in the woods. It's an entire mindset. 
So we're going to explore it, and then we're going to go as deep as we can. Our first episode, we're going to be talking to one of my broadcasting teachers, Jeff Sack. Jeff has an extraordinary life, and I feel I'm in the same place he was when he was teaching me. He had reinvented himself for what might have been the millionth time, and his passion was really infectious. It was really inspiring. So here, we're going to talk to him, and we're going to learn about what he did. And that's the first episode. It's coming. So come along for the ride. I'm really excited you're here. At the end of every episode, we're going to break down ways you can support this podcast. This is just the tip of the iceberg. But welcome to the Survive Everyday podcast. I'm happy you're here.